Hey everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Episode one forty nine. Happy Thursday. Jake, how's it going, man? It's going great. It's Thursday, which means no football tonight. Um, but Saturday, we have the playoffs. Two games Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday. Niners and Raiders are both in the postseason. We're going to talk about the other games too. But before we talk about other games, let's talk about this week's matchup. The San Francisco 49ers, the sixth seed, versus the three-seeded Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. I'm excited. How about you? Um, definitely, definitely excited. Um, it's going to be the most watched game of the weekend for sure. Um, story rivalry with the Cowboys against the Niners. I'm excited. Oh, fuck, man. Really, really fucking excited for this weekend for sure. But yeah, um, let's get into it. Let's talk about the game. Um, just talking about their rivalry right now, uh, including postseason matchups, the all-time series between the Cowboys and the Niners is tied at 17 17 with one tie. Uh, the Niners do indeed lead the regular season with uh, 15, 12, and 1. While the Cowboys have beaten the Niners in the postseason with a record of 5 and 2. Yep. Um, the last meeting between the two teams was in 2020, uh, where the Cowboys won 41 to 33. Um, that was also in Dallas. Uh, this game also being in Dallas, this playoff game. Um, but yeah, that's just a little overview of how it is. Um, fuck the Cowboys, right? Absolutely. But yeah, Jake, why don't you talk about the keys to the game? Yep, so keys to the game. There's about, well, we have four keys. The main key, ball control. Pause. You have to control the ball. If you control your balls, you're going to be good. Which means long drives, three and outs on defense, and make them feel you, pause, every every play. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. Ball control is very important. Um, obviously, it played an important role uh, in last week's game against the Rams where we were getting dominated with ball control in the first half, right? Um they were having long drives. We couldn't get out. We couldn't get off on third down. Um, really put us in a hole, but obviously we climbed back uh, to win that game. But yeah, definitely very important to keep Dak Prescott this offense off the field uh, for sure. Um, lots of same drives, like you said, eight minute drive, nine minute drive, which we've seen the Niners do and score off those long drives for sure. Getting in the red zone very important. Um, but yeah, another thing too. I mean, we put here. Um, it's been the turnover battle, right? It's another very, very important thing um, with every single game, really. Obviously, we talked about this against the Rams. It's you got to win the turnover battle. You got to force turnovers. You got to win that. Um, we got to protect the ball on offense. Um, pressuring Dak, strip sacks, interceptions, things that we've seen this team be able to do in high pressure situations as well, but also do it on the regular. Um, the Portnoy's defense ended uh, the season with the third ranked overall or total defense in the NFL. Uh, great finish to the season for the defense and our defensive coordinator, Mako Ryan, you know. Um, so you got you to gotta win that with the defense. Um, I think they're picking at the most important time, starting with the playoffs. Obviously, they had a great game last year, uh, last week 
obviously let up some explosive plays, but again, hunkered down uh, towards the end of the game. I think we've been, we said this a lot last year and a couple times this year is that you got to have that bend, don't break defense, right? Correct. Um, letting up the short games, which we see because in cover three, right, you don't want to get beat deep. Obviously, a lot of people will get mad when they uh, give up things short, but that's when the defense is, you know, giving things up in front of them. Not behind them, but just the most important thing, right? You want to keep the, you want to keep everything in front of you. Know, don't get to be deep and cover three, which is the basis of our defense here. Um, but yeah, um, they're also offensively, they're also a top team. We're a top team. We're a top eight team statistically on both sides of the ball. Finish the regular season, you love to see it, um, especially with the the times where it didn't look that great. But ending the season on a good note, I think winning. Let me look at this stat real quick. I sent it to you the other day. Um, uh, David Lombardi said, let me see, let me find this. Sorry about that. Where is this tweet at? Um, entering the playoffs, the Niners have won seven of nine and eight of one. Um, so we're coming in hot. Coming in hot. You know, uh, Shoot my shot. To, uh, winning t- exactly. Winning two of the last games in this regular season. Um, which is great to see. And, you know, Dallas also coming up a big win against the Eagles, but the Eagles were, you know, not playing their starters in that game. So, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt. But, yeah, you know. Um, what's another thing that uh, – another key to the game for this game, Jake? Well, matters I've done this pretty well recently, basically the whole season, to be honest, uh, is keep the running backs in check. Dallas has two good running backs. Elliott, who's kind of overrated, but he's still pretty good. And my favorite player, the one who I think the Niners, well, they don't really need a running back now, but before Elijah Mitchell popped off, I thought this is a guy they should go after, uh, Tony Pollard. Um, Tony Pollard in the passing game is pretty good. He also has like 5.6 yards per carry. That's pretty good too. He's fast as shit. Uh, but I think... If you keep Elliott in check and force them to pass, their offensive line, I think, is still pretty good. Um, but yeah, they just activated uh, Tyron Smith off of a uh, uh, COVID, so they'll be back <laughs> with him on the offensive line. Yeah, but as we saw last week, if you have if the Niners force you to pass a lot, they're still going to get they're going to get to the quarterback a lot. It doesn't matter how good the offensive line is. That's how good the Niners' defensive line is, and. If you keep a one-dimensional rush to passer, which goes back to the turnover battle on ball control and the defense, you can force turnovers, which will help win the turnover battle, have short drives for the offense, which will help win ball control. And if you do those things, you have a good shot at winning this game. Yeah, 100% agree. I was literally just going to say, if you hadn't said it, uh, making them one-dimensional. Yep. All right? Um, taking away... Uh, if it's the pass, take away the pass. If it's the run, take away the run. But yeah, um, having them become one-dimensional in offense, that's definitely 100% agree on that. Um, obviously, they do indeed still have the firepower to pass the ball with uh, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, uh, Tony Pollard in the passing game. Zeke, uh, obviously not being what he once was. Um Definitely giving the ball to Tony Pollard a lot more. And then once they get into the red zone, giving it to Zeke, which I don't know why they would. Tony Pollard, I think, has definitely outshined uh, Elliott this season, in my opinion. 
that's one of uh, Swift's favorite players is uh, Tony Pollard. Loves that guy. I don't know. Um, definitely a really good uh, running back. Should uh, what is he? You say he's a uh, he's going to be a free agent this offseason. Well, I'm not sure, but I I think I think so. Let me check. Yeah, I mean any team. I mean, obviously you don't want to pay a lot of money to a big running back. He wasn't drafted in the first the round. Huh? Say that one more he time? wasn't drafted in the first round. He's a free agent next season. Uh, next season. But, yeah, I mean, obviously just clear that off the plate. But, yeah. Um, they might trade. I mean, another guy. Just, yeah, just another guy that you want to keep your eye on for. Um, off As, oh, another uh, key to the game. Um, I don't know if you have anything else checking for the running backs, but nope. I know I put this down for us specifically is that we have to get, we got to get Debo the ball. Yeah, um, that'd be a good idea, right? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a good idea. Um, I don't know about you, down, but uh, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, Debo's averaging one touchdown for seven point four carries. But wait, I don't I don't think you understand though. I think it would be a really good idea to give him the ball. Or use him as a decoy uh, and just have Travis yeah. Benjamin go off. Can you imagine that? Benjamin, 250 yards receiving. What the hell happened? Well. Yeah, I mean, that would be insane. I mean, obviously, that's one of the, the things uh, Dallas defense is going to be keying on is, is Debo, right? Trying to uh, trying to be uh, physical throughout the game. We saw that what, that's what the Rams were trying to do, but in the second half, they just keep giving him the ball, keep giving him the ball. Debo is going to out-physical the defense. Nine times out of ten, for sure. Um I mean, it's popped in my head. You got to give it to our playmakers, right? I mean, uh, they didn't see a lot of George Kittle last game, but the thing is, um, people are going to key on him. They're going to double team him. But in the run game, but we do indeed run the ball. Kittle is the best blocking tight end. He's uh, better than most tackles. So he's being able to, yeah, better than most tackles, and especially if they run into the left with Trent Williams. Hopefully, who was back, going to be back for this game. Um, but oh, there's an NBA trade. Last game, um, Paulson McKibbitts played right. really well. Uh, playing uh, at uh, left tackle last game, uh, did his job. Uh, but love to see Trent Williams come back this game, though, with a, uh, I think he's uh, nursing an elbow injury. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, just going back to, yeah, you gotta give us your playmakers. George Kittle, um, oh boy, you gotta give it to that guy. Uh, look to see um, what we can do in the passing game uh, this uh, this coming uh, Sunday. Especially against Trayvon Diggs, who's uh, the number one cornerback giving up uh, receiving yards. People will say, "Oh, turnover machine, blah blah, blah passing the ball," but he lets up, he lets up a lot of yards. Uh, I'm looking to see the 49ers passing and take advantage of that, especially with um, how they did last game. But yeah, yeah. Jay. Um, before we, but there, there is some breaking NBA news. Which Dude, we weren't going to talk about NBA. I know, but it happened just a second. That? It happened like a second ago. Cam Reddish traded to the Knicks. And the ba- that happened like an hour ago. Oh. And Bull Bull trade was declined. Uh, moving on. Um, yeah, I mean, give the ball to your playmakers. So that means Travis Benjamin. Um, no. Is sorry. Trenton Canyon going to be back? I know they opened the practice um, window for him. I know they opened the practice window. Um, I don't know if he'll be back. Um, I know for a fact it was Travis Benjamin... Our returning point returns last week, and then we did see Debo was doing some uh, kick returns too. Debo, I, they only do put Debo back there when they know they're going to kick it out of the end zone. Explosive run, yeah. No, when they need uh, an explosive run off a of kick return, 
and I think that's what they're trying to do. I also think sometimes um, they do that because they know because he's more he's 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 their best returner, more explosive. That instead of rather having him the chance to return it, you just want to kick it out the end zone, get the ball to twenty five, and not risk it. But when someone else is back there, they might want to kick it short and you know go for that risk because like their uh, return game isn't that special. But Debo Debo's back there, he brings like kind of a like an int- intimidation factor, where if you kick it bad, he could return it. With the other guys the Niners have, yeah. if you kick it short, uh, they're not as explosive. Hasty's not that great of a returner, so they would rather have you kick it short. But if Debo's back there, they, the Niners usually start the ball at the twenty-five. So maybe that's why they put him back there too. The possibility, yeah. I mean, playing mind games, you know, we're in football. It's chess game sometimes. You know, you just never know how it's going to go. Sure. But um, yeah, I think you put down here players to watch on the Cowboys side. Jake, why don't you talk about the first player? Yes, first player is of course the best pass rusher rookie season ever. I think. Um, I know it's top two. No, it's the best one ever. Uh, it's Micah Parsons. He f- runs a four four, thirteen sacks. Plays rushes the passer. Is able to drop in coverage. Um, he had a tw- he had a quote yesterday that said, "In my area, bullies get bullied," which is funny because this guy uh, hazed underclassmen at Penn State, which means he's a bully. So tr- I don't know what he's trying to get at. Uh, maybe just don't do that to people. Um, so hopefully, um, what we'll talk about later is Trent Williams. Hopefully, Trent Williams you no know, bullies Michael Parsons. This is yeah. I know how you. I know how you like to hit underclassmen. Try to hit me, and hopefully the Niners just. Pound Michael Parsons' pause until he can't play no more for this game, and I think the Cowboys the Cowboys defense is pretty shitty. Let's just be honest. They have their corner. How about this for a uh, comparison? Okay, you re- you remember this guy, right? Cornerback played for the um, Chiefs, Rams. Ravens didn't play this year, but he was a cornerback who was a daredevil. Basically, he would make a great play, pick six, but he he would also give up three touchdowns. Do you know who that player is? I could not tell you who that is. Marcus Peters. And why am I bringing up Marcus Peters? Uh. Why am I bringing up Marcus Peters? Well, Dallas basically has Marcus Peters two in Trayvon Diggs. Diggs had 11 interceptions, a couple pick sixes, but he also gave up the most yards passing this year by a cornerback with over 1,000 yards. On the op- opposite side of the ball, on the opposite side of the field, they have Anthony Brown, who once famously had three pass interference plays in about four plays against the Raiders. Their secondary is not great. Their safeties aren't great. The only reason why people think they are great is they get turnovers, which is important. But their linebackers, Van Der Esch is slow. They're, I can see, I can see Hasty having a pretty big game receiving wise, because the one thing Hasty does is he catches passes. We saw last week on the third and three, when the Niners are trying to get back in the game, he caught a pass that got a first down, and Jimmy Garoppolo got like demolished. Right. Van Der Esch isn't that fast. Their linebackers aren't great. Their pass rush is really good, and Michael Parsons is really good pass rushing. But their defense as a whole. Is kind of is kind of, I, I say, below average because their their cornerback and safety play and linebacker play outside of Parsons is really bad. Now, Diggs is always a always a threat to turn to get a turnover, get a pick six. 
against Garoppolo, who's like, you know, Garoppolo's not the most uh, accurate passer at times and sometimes is able is prone to turnovers. So that's something to look for. Um, but if you're able to, you know, not turn the ball over, I guess it's defense, you're, they're going to score points and get a lot of yards. Because last year they scored 33 points. I know it's different years, but they had basically the same type of players. Um, but we shall see what happens to that. But Michael Parsons is their best player defensively. Um, so if, you, if you're able to keep him in check, I think you're going to have a good day and a lot, a lot of success. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you put down another player here um, in Cedric Wilson. Um, I'll talk about his stats he had last game, or the two games at least. Um, or, and then you can talk about, you can expand on why you put him down here. Uh, last two weeks against, uh, first game against uh, our Week 17 against the Arizona Cardinals. The Cowboys did indeed lose that game, but he had six targets for six receptions, 35 yards, but he also had a touchdown that game. Um, against Dallas, uh, he was more of the receiver that I think they kept uh, C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper off the field a lot more. He had six tar- targets for five catches, 119 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. Um, Jake, why don't you talk about him more? And why you put him down here? Yes, yeah, so Cedric Wilson... Um... Let's see here. Yeah, so Cedric Wilson is 26 years old. Cedric Wilson? Cedric, yeah, Cedric Wilson, that's what I said. 26 years old. He was born five <laughs> days before me. Interesting. On the season, um, you, you gave like stats on what he did game-wise. On the season, 45, for those who don't remember, 45 catches, 602 yards, 6 TDs. Last week against the Philadelphia Eagles... Uh, he had five catches for 119 yards and two touchdowns. Um, early in the year against the Raiders, he had seven and 104, um, and three and 84 against Minnesota. All in uh, all this year, um, he's basically there. With Michael Gallup being out due to ACL, he's I think he's their third receiver now because they have Cooper, um, CD Lamb. Wilson in the tight end. Uh, so he's our third receiver. And you always have to watch for the guys under who aren't known that much in place in uh, postseason games. Um, kind of like one of the guys we'll talk about next for the Niners who need to step up, but I'll let you say that. Um, where sometimes the third receiver has a game where he's the one receiver. And maybe that the teams that Dallas knows that the Niners are going to focus on Cooper and... Um, C.D. Lamb, and maybe not as much as Cedric Wilson, which might make them susceptible in the passing game. Um, they might want to target, yeah, susceptible, whatever. They want, they might want to target Wilson a little bit more. So I think he's one player you have to watch. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, obviously, especially in the slot, right? I mean, a bunch of Johnson played really well in the slot last game. Uh, for the most part, I kind of shut down. Um, some plays here and there, and you know, again, uh, defense doing their job last game. Going to have to do well, obviously, we saw a lot more of Cooper Cup in the slot, but I, he ain't no Cooper Cup, right? Cedric Wilson isn't not saying that, yeah, um, that's yeah, he's not a bad take. player, yeah, good one, right? Yeah, you know, true, right? Exactly, right? He's not, he's 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 not a Cooper Cup, uh, but again, they do indeed still have CD Lamb, they have Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper having somewhat of an off year. Um, he and himself even saying, "Hey, we gotta 
they didn't toss me the ball, right? Um, well, we'll see how that turns out this Sunday. Um, but yeah, uh, players to watch for the Cowboys, Michael Parkins being one, Cedric Wilson being number two. Um, obviously, defensively, you want to watch out for Demarcus Lawrence, Michael, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, and even Randy Gregory as well. Uh, definitely agree with how the linebackers uh, aren't as great. Obviously, they parted away with Jalen Smith uh, at the beginning of the season. And yeah, Leighton Vander Esch, offensive rookie, his third year, fourth year in the league, I can't even remember. But yeah, has not played up the part. His rookie year, where he had it the most, uh, he had his highest, uh, uh, where he was just regarded as a fucking tackling machine, right? He's just not that guy right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, come playoff time, people do. Uh, like to change your mindset. It's playoff time. It's winner go home uh, this Sunday. But yeah, um, cool step up for the Niners. Um, obviously, we've talked about this guy a lot in the recent recent weeks on the podcast. Uh, it's Jawan Jennings. Um, obviously, we'll see what Debo can do. George Kittle, what he can do. But again, being another third receiver to go out there. Aside from Ayuk, you know, we we see what he did last week too. But it's, it's Jawan Jennings, right? Um, it's the guy that we're going to rely on. Uh, you said it, what? I don't know if it was during the podcast or it was right before. 20 of his 26 catches um, have either been on third down or for a touchdown. Right, Jake? Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, just a guy that, you know, we're just looking to step up this game again. And why not be it in a playoff game? Um, I know last week, we can, we'll say it now, last week was a playoff game. It can be regarded as a playoff game for sure. Um, again, week two of the playoffs now. Um, a real winner go home game. But yeah, Jawan Jennings, I would love for him to step up again this game. Um, he's playing really, really well. Um, I tweet, uh, I tweet, I, I shared a tweet with you, um, running great routes to get open, right? That out route was, uh, was nice. And it doesn't have to be long passes, uh, for the 49ers offense, you know, driving down the field again, key to the game, ball control. Long drive, um, peppering down the field with short passes. I'll take it how it. I'll take it as it is, and then you know, setting up for the big play. That's how the offense is going to do it. But yeah, Jawan Jennings, I'd love for him to set up this game again. Did you have a guy in mind at all, Jake, offensively or defensively? Uh, well, Jawan Jennings was, was mine that I was thinking about, but you put him down. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to say this though. I talked about it earlier, but I don't know why, but I think Travis Benjamin might have a moment. Now, does that mean a touchdown? No, it might, maybe not. It might just mean a big play. Maybe he draws a pass interference play against Trayvon Diggs, who's suspect, whatever that word is, to the double move. Susceptible. Susceptible to the double move. Maybe he gets a big play, maybe a big gain, big penalty drawn. Uh, he's one guy for me. And a guy I also think on defense, I'm not sure if he's going to play or not, so I'll give you two. Um, two guys who I'm not sure are going to play or not, but I'll give you two of them just in case one of them does play. One is Maurice is Mo Hurst. Um, we'll see if he's able to step up and play uh, coming back from injury. But I remember in the offseason when the Niners made the moves to sign Key and him, I was more excited about Hurst than Key. But as we've right. seen this season, Key's better than Hurst, so it's kind of it's kind of cool to see that. So let's but let's see if Hurst can make a impact on this game. Um, and another guy is Aziz Alshire. Um, if he's able to play, you can have him, Drake Greenlaw. And Fred Warner play all at the same time for the first time in a while, um, because I think Marcel Harris is going to be out. Hufanga's injured. Tart is really injured. Um, so you need 
Aziz back, and hopefully he's able to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just going off the injury report, I mean, you got Trent Williams on there with the elbow, Aziz, uh, Tari dealing with some stuff, Ubunga as well, and Marcel Harris. But I did see something last night, or I just tweeted, I retweeted it. Um, Trent Williams is going to play. Yeah, on he Sunday? said he, he said he is. So I believe him. Okay. So I, if he said himself that he's going to play, then I mean, it's great for the offense to have him back out there for sure. Um, you love to see it. Um, but yeah, just wrapping it up, unless you have anything else to say, um, really, really excited for the Sunday's game, uh, one thirty, uh, kickoff. Uh, I just can't really put into words just how excited I am to have the Niners back in the playoffs. Um, two year drought since the, since the, since the Super Bowl. I haven't seen them in the wild card. Uh, you say one? Yeah, I was like two. They, they made it 2019 oh, yeah, and then make it 2020. Yeah. So, really, really fucking excited for this. Can't fucking wait. Yeah, me either. Jake? Yep, I agree. I'm excited. Absolutely. Fuck the Cowboys. But yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about some uh, other games aside from the Niner game. Um, obviously, we're both picking Niners. I mean, I'll just go ahead and stuff that there. A lot would not be. Um, but yeah, let's go with the Monday night game first. The Rams versus the Cardinals. Uh, Jake, who are you taking in this game and uh, and why? I'll be taking the Rams. I hope both teams lose uh, because screw them. Um, but I got the Rams winning this game. I don't trust the Cardinals, but I don't trust the Rams either. But I trust the Rams a little bit more. So I got the Rams. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going Cardinals this game. Um, do I trust Matt Stafford in the playoffs? Not really. Um, Cardinals, I think it's going to. I think they go over the hump and finally win a playoff game uh, with Cliff Kingsbury. Even though I really don't like that guy, and also Colin Murray, I'm um, going to be able to do something this game. But yeah, I think I go. I go. I go. Cards. Uh, I, I feel like Zach Ertz has a big game. Um, I haven't heard anything about uh, DeAndre Hopkins though, but. James Conner, Zach Ertz, going to have uh, going to rely on them a lot. Uh, Chase Evans as well for the Cardinals to win this game, but yeah, I have the Cardinals this game. Why don't you talk about the second game, Drake? Second game, uh, this is kind of a two versus seven matchup. Uh, the where he is, I almost said the Green Bay Bucks, the Tampa Bay Bucks against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think this game is pretty self-explanatory. I got the Bucks winning because they're better. So Bucks. Yeah, no, absolutely. I have the Bucks as well. Um, can't go against Tom Brady in the playoffs for sure. And, I mean, the Eagles being... Oh, I just don't know if they're capable. Jonah Hurts, good. Devonta Smith, really good rookie receiver this year. I don't know if the defense can really stop Tom Brady. I think I saw this on ESPN this morning. The Eagles, good against bad teams, bad against good teams. Bucks being a good team, have they really seen a chance? on yeah, again, taking the Bucks. Um, next game, Raiders versus Bengals. Jake, who are you taking this game? I was, I got the Raiders because there's always an upset that no one comes, no one expects really. But I got the Raiders winning this game and beating the Bengals. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I like to pick a lot. Um, 
Derek Carr finally in the playoffs. Uh, well, not finally. Uh, they didn't make it, but he they got hurt on the thing Christmas a couple of years ago for his legs. They wasn't able to play uh, playing that playoff game that they had. Um, I like Derek Carr, but I hate the Ravens. So I'm taking the Bengals in this game. Uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, uh, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Mixon, Joe Mixon. Um, offense is really powerful, in my opinion, with the Bengals. Um, I, I like the Bengals' defense, too. Uh, they have Sam Hubbard there. Uh, they have, uh, I think it's Jesse Bates in the secondary. I think they have a pretty solid defense in, um, in that. But I do indeed will say if Max Crosby has a game himself, but he's been playing pretty well this season, also a pro bowler, I think the Raiders can do indeed pull a pull up, pull up set for this game. But yeah, Jake, why don't you talk about the next game? Next game is is uh, Steelers versus Chiefs. Chiefs are the two seed. Steelers are the seven seed. The Steelers basically think they have no shot, and I agree with them. I got the Chiefs winning this game. Yeah, I think that's what Big Ben literally said himself. He said, yeah, we don't really have a shot. It's going to go out there and have some fun. Um, I think it will be his last game play. Uh, play. Obviously, he played his last game in Heinz Field uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think this will be – there's just no way the Steelers beat the Chiefs. I, I got the Chiefs as well. But, yeah, um, last game – Bills versus Patriots, uh, their third matchup of the season. Um, they split the regular season. Uh, Patriots beating them in Buffalo and the Bills beating the Patriots in in where the fucking Patriots play? Uh, New England. N- no. Yes. God, I'm so stupid. Um, I'm taking the Bills. I think uh, I think the temp in this game is going to be like below freezing or some shit like that. But um, if the, if Josh Allen just does his thing, giving the ball to Stephon Diggs, being able to run the ball himself, and the defense, I think they just I think they uh, they will win this game against the Patriots. What about you, Jake? Yeah, I got the Bills winning this game. I think the Bills are. Although they struggle a little bit this year, I still think they're one of the best teams in AFC. And Pat's had a great season. They're just not ready yet because um, Mac Jones is still a rookie. But I got the Bills winning this game. Yeah. Yeah, Mac Jones still being a rookie, but definitely played some really good ball this year. Um, but, yeah. That's our picks. Obviously, uh, it's a super wild card weekend. Postseason football at its finest. Can't wait to watch every single game. Um, Jake, anything else to add for the episode? Nope, go Niners. Fuck the Cowboys. Go Niners. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, absolutely. I think you've listened to the BA Podcast your co-host James with Jake, episode 149. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Podcast. Follow us on Twitter as well at BA underscore podcast one. Follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud and also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe about 50 times again the system. Look, check and learn from me in the industry for the past four years. We get the podcast. So we get in top 200 podcasts worldwide. We will take top 200 podcasts for a recreation. As you know, we should start to be a podcast and the top 200 podcasts worldwide. Yeah, we have a five. That's that for today's episode, James. Nice, nice. Maybe happy, maybe smile. Nice. Maybe smile. Nice. Bye. Bye.